0: All this week, we've been talking about what makes something American food. And I've been thinking about some of the dishes I grew up with in my own Puerto Rican family. One of my favorite things that comes to mind is something called pasteles. They're so hard to make, and they are so good when they come out right. And here in New York City, there's at least one spot from my childhood that still makes a mean pastel. Casa Adela is a Puerto Rican restaurant in the East Village, right near where I grew up on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Adela Fargas opened it back in 1976, and though she passed away earlier this year, her family is still running the restaurant. So I went to Casa Adela this week to see how the family keeps its Puerto Rican culinary traditions alive. It's a hot July day at 66 Avenue C, and the gold letters on the windows here boast authentic Puerto Rican cuisine since 1976. Inside, it already feels familiar. I feel like I'm in Puerto Rico with the heat. Casa Adela is a small sunny spot with just a handful of tables and some huge fans on the floor that try to keep the air moving. You can hear them as I sit down to talk with Maritza Lopez, Adela's daughter-in-law who still works here every day.
1: She was my mother-in-law. I loved her to death. And Adela was the type of person that even though she had this restaurant, she didn't know how big she was. She was humble. Um, we are authentic Puerto Rican, and we do basic benil, arroz con gandules, chuletas, chicharón de pollo. We specialize in our chesaree chicken and our mofongo.
0: I have the cookbook, Cocina Criollo. Have you heard of it? as the Valle Yuhi book?
1: Yes, I have one
0: It's like the original 1950s Puerto Rican cookbook, right? Here at Casa Adela, do you guys use any cookbook or is it just all the recipes from Adela herself?
1: No cookbook at all, it's all Adela's. She did it her way, a pinch of this and everything had to be in exactly her order. But she knew what she was doing.
0: And as we're chatting, Gabriel Rivera, Maritza's 22 year old son and Adela's grandson, walks into the restaurant. Maritza waves him over to join us at our corner table, and I asked him how he learned to cook the island's food.
1: The restaurant was my playground. So it was pretty much, instead of being outside, my grandmother would teach me. You know, she'd be like, if you're not doing anything, come inside, watch, because she knew that I love to cook. She taught me how to make pasteles. It was so fun because it was like, she taught me how to like wrap them and whatnot. So they're like, they don't fall apart so it was cool
0: there's a lot of young people maybe your son is not one of them but i know there's a lot of younger puerto ricans who don't know how to make the food that you guys make here because we lost it we're either we didn't spend enough time we weren't taught like do you worry that we're gonna lose puerto rican culture um or a big part of the puerto rican culture which is food if you know younger people don't start learning how to make it well, that's up to
1: their parents because I have my kids. I have three, and my daughter cooks it at home. It wasn't perfect, and she, and I'm surprised she can do rice, she can do beans, she can do panin. My son loves to cook, so it has to start at home.
0: How do we keep this going? How do we? I mean, you guys are going to keep it going because you are family of Adela. But how do the rest of uh, Puerto Ricans keep this? Tradition of pasteles for Christmas, parro con gandules, you know, on a Friday, maybe. Like, how do we keep it going?
1: The culture will never die out, but in the sense of, like, if everybody just, like, takes the time out and, like, even Puerto Ricans, just to look up, you know, even some, do. I think there's, like, tutorials on YouTube, since now that everybody's, like, into that website and, you know, looking up things, how to make it, and, like, hands-on and, you know, so...
0: I use a combination of two different cookbooks and the internet.
1: What happened to the old way of asking your mom? I mean, I don't know if she's well, alive.
0: I can do that too. I made a pernil this winter and it turned out amazing. So my mom was like, I see you're making this pernil and you're putting it on Facebook, but you didn't invite anybody. Say, because I don't know if it's going to turn out good. So, you know.
1: The best critics are the ones that know, especially family members. My first white rice. I was so impressed, and I was so proud of it. And my mom took it and made a ball out of it and threw it against the wall and said, "There's something wrong with this rice." But I learned.
0: All right, and I, I I will invite mom to the table, I guess, literally. Making stuff that are
1: hard to make to begin with. So I think you need to step down and do the basic
0: first. I know. I know. I know. I know.
1: Okay, so let me. I want to see you doing that capuria then.
0: Challenge accepted, but you might have to wait about six months till I get it right.
1: She's going on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> go, to, go ask your mom. I'm sure you get a shortcut. Family members are number
0: one. Big thanks to Maritza Lopez, Gabriel Rivera, and everyone at Casadela for hosting us. And you can see a few photos of our afternoon at Casadela at thetakeaway.org. <laughs> And we're still hearing from you about food in America. Hi, my name is Jerrica. I'm from Miami, Florida,
1: and my week revolves around cooking, meal planning, grocery shopping, and then Fridays, cooking all day for Shabbat. I love it. My family loves it and I have six mouths to feed, so it's a full-time job. Hi, this is Cindy from Sparta, New Jersey. Um, 100% Irish. From my grandparents on both my mom's side, they were Catholic, and my dad's side, they were Protestant, who all moved here between, oh, 1917, 1918. Corned beef and cabbage is what they called out-the-back-door food. Not being allowed in a lot of the stores, the meat and veg that were going bad that day were thrown out the back door at the end of the day. And the Irish they would take them and pickle them in vinegar first and then boil them and eat them. As they got jobs moved to other areas. My family moved to western New York State actually. They never ate that vile stuff again. Lamb stew for us. Hi, my name is Michal and I'm calling from Miami. Twenty five year old mom with three kids who works full time. I try to cook, but it tends to be a little bit boring because they really like the same foods over and over. Also, I happen to be an Orthodox Jewish woman. Once a week for Saturday, we have huge Friday night dinner. So that's usually like a big cooking experience and that's every single week. I do cook a lot, but not as much as I would like to. My name is Mitch, I'm from Hollywood, Florida. Cooking for me is a form of immediate gratification. You cook it, It smells and tastes great, you eat it, you feel good. It's almost like playing
0: music. This is Frank from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, I would say 90% of the meals I have are made, uh, hunted and gathered by me or my wife. And, uh, you know, they say your body is a temple, so this is kind of a sacrament. Even though I kind of sometimes treat my body like a tent uh, and have a lot of Cheetos and craft beer, that's okay. Give us a call, let us know what you think at eight seven seven eight 8 my take